not not off, but quiet. Yeah. You need to turn your phone off, your iPad off, and your laptop off. I might have no don't disturb, so I'm good. Yeah, there we go. I love the menu on this thing. Dude, yeah, it's it's so crisp. <laughs> it's del- it's delightful. Very much so. Okay, right now, right. there we go. Since Wayne called me out, I made sure the stuff was off. <clears throat> Literally one time he's like, all right, everything's muted. I swear, and his laptop started ringing. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? How the fuck does this happen? He's like, this is new to me. And it's because everything's on the same Apple ID. Everything's like, muted. If one it goes off, stuff. everything else also goes off. Because oh. it just sent me the same notification on everything. His laptop starts fucking ringing. I'm like... Why is your why I said I, sw- I thought you thought you muted your phone. He's like I did. My laptop's <laughs> ringing. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, but hey, buddy. Hope you guys enjoyed that little rant. Welcome back to another episode of For the Long Gal Podcast. Of course, it's me, Brandon, alongside Blaine, and a new and special guest. I was gonna say, if you guys didn't notice, there was another voice with us. Hello. Please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Juan, friend of the podcast. Guest. Yeah. So Juan's our friend. He lives in Mexico. Blaine came up with this idea to get his perspective. Pers- say the word for me, Blaine. I can't say it. His uh, perspective on okay, what really tourists really should and Here? should okay. do and should avoid while they're in Mexico. All right. I'm trying to help him out. Uh, yeah. You can move it to like. Yeah, you can this move. Is where, that's not where I sit. Yeah. It is. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And uh, and so like I have it to where it's like when I'm talking like this, and so I can still like see. But like I'm close because mm-hmm. that makes your voice like sound really crispy and oh, like okay. super nice. But it also depends right. on like how you speak. If you're more of a loud speaker, mm-hmm. it's sometimes better to have it a little away from you. Yeah, like All Brandon right. is a really loud speaker. No, no, trust me, trust me. There's a YouTuber I watch. <laughs> uh, like, uh, I went to a convention to 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 go see one of his panels, and he was like, "I don't need a mic," and you can see him crystal clear. Everybody else is like. <laughs> Yeah, you guys wonder why we turn on his rhyme a lot. Yeah. On this, on the whenever we do our podcasts on Twitch or just do like random stuff on Twitch, mm-hmm. you guys wonder why we have his his mics is far away from him because he's loud naturally and he's like, yes, I am. Then he's like, then he just like got his mic and he's like, okay, you guys. So I say, what are you doing? And then yeah. it, they did the Q and A. Anyway, yeah, well, I'm more more naturally quiet, and I'm a podcast novice, so I'll definitely be taking your cues today. He definitely sounds like the exact same volume as me. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Right, we're perfect. So we're gonna get Juan's perspective about you know like being in Mexico. I came up with the idea like, bro, let's because uh, after a conversation we had literally last night, like, what about we do like survival tips for like a tourist in Mexico. <laughs> And uh, I was like, that sounds really neat. Because he was like spouting off stuff last night. I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. It makes sense, but never thought of that. <laughs> and uh, so here we are. So I guess today's episode, we're going to call it like, you know, something like survival tips for a tourist in Mexico. Mexico's Tourism survival tips, Mexico edition. Yeah, that's cool. That would be really cool to have a series for that. We're just going to have to find people from other countries too. <laughs> oh, travel and then like show what we learned and all that. I there think it also be very interesting, for example, you guys are mentioning Mexico because, yeah, that's my home country. But, uh, like, it's so diverse. Like, I think that's also, you know, like in, in the U.S., you, you can't uh, general. I mean, you can generalize, but, like, every region and every place is different. So, uh, in Mexico, so I'm, like, from the north of the city, or from the country, rather. <laughs> and um, it's very different living in the north that it is in the like the center of the country you would know you know random yeah, south of that, the country so but like you know giving some good well, general tips you know would that be I'd central be or south though technically uh, I, I think you would be more in the central region okay, yeah that's yeah. what i was thinking but i wasn't quite okay. sure what technically yeah. uh, uh like in mexico it'll be categories that categorizes. Gotcha, yeah. 
Well, they've both been to Mexico and uh, family there and whatnot. Or one lives in Mexico, and now I have never been to Mexico, so I get to be the absolute novice that will ask those <laughs> questions that come from a novice mind because I have no idea. All right, sounds good. Besides the fact that just general discussion, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think I'll be giving a very like because so I've I've traveled, I've had the you know the good the fortune to be able to uh, as a recent well of course COVID so limited but. You know, in recent times as an adult to visit different places of, of my you know home country. So uh, but I'm not like an expert. You know, I'll say that right now. I'm not like an expert, you know, traveler. But as a citizen, I could give, you know, as a yeah, somebody from there, I could give a different perspective. So, yeah, I'll be going, I guess, with a very general idea, you know, so what I would suggest. This yeah. is a question I have. From from what I've noticed, like compared to over here, like it's more easy for us to find like free Wi-Fi at places to use. Mm-hmm. From when I was in Mexico, I almost never found any free Wi-Fi. Is like free Wi-Fi like a really common thing, or am I just like purely unlucky? Gotcha. So it it also depends on on the place. Of, so if you're talking about like the top three biggest cities in in uh, in the country, would be in in order. You know, Ciudad de Mexico, uh, Mexico City, uh, Guadalajara, and Monterrey. You know, they're more developed, more urban. So you're more bound to find. Um, shops and co- coffee shops and stores that have the Wi-Fi. Some of them are, I guess, you know, you have to, I don't know how to call it, like not protected, but you you have to consume. You have to be a, a customer. A patron. There. Customer. there we go. Yeah. So like once you, let's say you purchase your, your meal or your coffee and your receipt, you'll get, you know, the Wi-Fi password. Some places will just have it, you know, once yeah, you cool. walk in, if you're within the range. Like Starbucks is very big on that over there. Like, like you know, it's, it's Starbucks, you know, it's, it's everywhere. Um, it's yeah, just yeah. open, and then you connect and like, like go to the thing and click. I agree, exactly, like yeah. how it is here. I gotta, yeah. I gotta remember that because I remember I went to Carlos Junior. Mm-hmm. It was actually the first time I've ever been to Carlos Junior. Was in Mexico. Oh wow! But um, I didn't even know that existed until then. Fun like, fact: in some parts of the U.S., it's called Hardee's. Yes, there's Carlos Junior slash Hardee's. Nice. Yeah, I heard about that, but like, I was like, there was a Wi-Fi, but it was locked. I'm like, why do you have Wi-Fi if it's locked? Or why do you display it? But like, now I'm wondering if my the Wi-Fi password was on the receipt we got. <laughs> yeah, some places hide it. Some places don't really give it to you. Like, you have to ask for like to the waiters or you know the staff there. Some places will have it like. You know, it depends on where you like. For example, more local restaurants or places will have it like taped up or like in a handmade sign or printed out. Some places are more formal with it. Some even have like if you go to the more high end place, they have the QR and everything. So it just depends on where you go. Uh, and so like, but to your question, so if you're going to like let's say a uh, um, like Walmart or a, like a store or let's say a park, some places do have Wi-Fi. Is not the best. Um, but it, again, it just depends on on where you're at. So yeah, I think it's more common to find it, let's say here in, in the U.S., where there's more infrastructure, more development, um, than it is in 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 you know Mexico in general. Okay, Blaine. Perfect. And so I had to take my girlfriend real quick. <laughs> um, but so okay, so we got that. That was an interesting question because see, I am potentially going to Japan in a couple years. Oh, nice. Big reveal. I'm a pickle. Nice. No, uh, I love Rick and Morty. Mm. Uh, but uh, so like this is that's one thing that I've talked about with my buddy Jordan, which you know Jordan. Yeah. Um, Shout out Jordan. And so he talked about like you know those are gonna be Wi-Fi and stuff in places, but like needing you know like phone. Oh, this is a really good point right here. Needing phone coverage. Mm-hmm. You need coverage from your provider. You know, are you? Are you already automatically covered? Are you paying like increased price per minute and stuff like that? What about data? Data is important too if you don't know yep. where you're at. 
what I hold like this is from me watching videos about traveling to Japan and stuff. I hold like one of the things I typically recommend is once you get there, get a temporary SIM card. Yeah. Well, apparently you can get them just in the airport. Yeah. So I'm assuming that would work just like going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. So what about you? I mean, you live in Mexico. What about you coming here? Do you change mm-hmm. anything with your carrier? Yeah. So I particularly, I'm not sponsored or anything, but uh, <laughs> I particularly have AT and T. That's you know what I, 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 what I, I got like, over I there. I was about to say Min Mobile. I know. <laughs> that's what I was getting ready for. <laughs> yeah. Next up, the ad. No, I'm kidding. No, like, so I, uh, I have my, you know, my plan with uh, AT&T. So once I'm over here, I get the text message, you know, I get um, some sort of, it's an international cover. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, they don't really, uh, if I exceed it, yeah, there's an extra charge, but, you know, it's very, you know, how do you say, it's very it's doable, a, very manageable. They give you like an allowance kind of for being here. Yeah. And it's, it's like, also very generous, and it's also typically very generous too. So yeah. it's like while you're here... For a time frame, they're like, well, we'll give you this much. Yeah, you get like a monthly allowance no matter what, but then you actually travel, then you use it? Yeah, no, it just it just pretty much tells you that um, um, since, you know, you're at an international um, place, you're not outside of, in my case, outside of Mexico, uh, it just re- gives you like a text reminder that uh, you can call back Mexico or American. It also depends on your plan. More, more plans I, now have like the international coverage now. So like yeah. they sell you, you know, unlimited calls. Um, back then the calls were the thing. Now it's the, the, the internet, right? So yeah. like international calls are covered. But like, I don't know about Japan. It seems like a different beast. But I, I guess in Mexico, between Mexico and the U.S., since there's more similarities, um, my experience with I guess, with the carrier that I have is that it's no, no uh, I, I don't really struggle with that. My plan's covered. I got, you know, general reception. Everything works It's fine. really common because we're right next to each other yeah. that I've seen it in plans talked about. Well, you know, you know, uh, Mexico, United States, and Canada. Yeah. Because we're uh-huh. just all next to each other. And so I've seen that. If I remember correctly, my plan for AT&T is whenever I go to Canada or Mexico, it, I still have my original data plan and everything, which is unlimited call, text, mm-hmm. and data, even when I'm over there and all that. So I don't have to yeah. particularly worry about that. I know before I had an allowance of how much I can do. Gotcha. But now, because I think maybe it's because my plan switched and I have unlimited data over here, it's like, okay, you have unlimited data over there, and I will see them up there in Canada, too. Yeah, and it's, it's very practical in the sense, you know, to your point, if you're going to Mexico, um, if you're planning to go to, which, I mean, a lot of people start off with, um, which I was actually asking earlier, like, if you're going to, uh, would you rather be, you know, because it's very diverse. There's a lot of everything, a lot of, like, different um, uh, ways to see, like, um, you know, if you're going to go see tourism for, like, the beaches, the big city, uh, cities, or if you're going to, like, more uh, the cultural, you know, there's there's a little bit of everything. So, um, to, to my point, yeah, if you're going to, like, Mexico City or, or Cancun or, like, someplace like that, they're definitely, you know, uh, equipped and uh, you'll, you won't struggle with your signal with your reception so that's that's pretty good that you know companies think of that and 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 you're you know you have the the facility to do that yeah also just like a thing for mine us whenever i go to mexico sometimes it will say at&t if you're an at&t person mm-hmm. but other times they'll say i think it's teleco or something like that tl mm-hmm. something like that on the where it shows like what provider you have every now and then i switch between at&t mexico or another Mexican company. Telemundo. Not Telemundo. <laughs> no, not Telemundo. It's like Teleco or something. It's like, I, I just know the first three letters it shows me is it's T-E-L. Honestly, like it switches between back and forth, just depending on the, I guess, which has better coverage in that location. See, in those topics, I'm not particularly an expert. But yeah, there's there's definitely got to be, um, um, you know, some sort of, 
um, agreement or you know some sort of so, yeah, so you, you don't struggle with that yeah and you just check with your cell provider like i have yep. no clue but that's research you need to do beforehand make yep. sure you're taken care of if anything else you at least get the temporary sims you can get from like apparently they just have those in the airport yep. and you can buy those i've seen that for for example american travelers that go to uh, i don't know like you know african countries or like the middle east or even some parts of europe just because you know the t- uh, phone providers from, you know, from the u.s maybe don't have the coverage in like further away places so you know they do that for you know locally but uh, here in mexico or here in mexico oof, like back in mexico <laughs> back in my my uh país my country uh yeah there's no i don't yeah it's not a big deal like you don't That's struggle cool. with that so what's some typical stuff that you know since you live in the city and all that okay. what's some typical like touristy traps you see people do or scams Ooh. they do yeah Gotcha. So, because like they also uh-huh. do it to you guys too. Not, oh yeah. But they focus more on tourists because they're like more gullible. <laughs> oh, I like this stuff. Gotcha. So, like for example, um, Monterrey, my home city, is more industrial. There is tourism, and there are like uh, surrounding the metropolitan area and you know around the the state itself. There are some you know n- you know good nature um, places and you know um, remote places. So. Um, that in of itself is, is an experience, but like one, the city in of itself, like you know, since it's not that tourist heavy, um, there's not like that many established. Um, I don't want to yeah, exactly, okay. but the one things that you can run into are the the prices. So one thing that I would suggest for any you know person going to Mexico is uh, be aware of like the exchange rate. You know, try to oh, have, yeah. look up a little bit of like prices so you don't get overcharged. Because if you hand like if you know you use normal use dollars. Uh, you might be going over there and like, yeah, you see pesos, you know, the, the currency over there and you're not, you know, you don't think too much of it. You're like, yeah, it's not a big deal, but it adds up. So like if you want to, you know, and, and that's fine. Like if you're, uh, you have a budget or you want to, you know, be able to, yeah, nobody wants to get scammed. Right. So just, you know, be conscious about the prices. The the only thing that I can think of, for example, in, in my city would be the, the taxis. You know, that's a very common Ooh. thing. Oh everywhere. yeah, that is a very common one. So like if you know, when you arrive. There are um, already services that you can uh, uh, contact. You can Uber. You know, that's more of the... Yeah, in Monterrey, Uber would be, like, my go-to um, for um, moving around the city in, like, from, like, the airport to your hotel or, you know, your Airbnb, wherever you're staying. Because, um, yeah, if, if... Well, also, there's no, like, <laughs> taxi base in, in, like, in the airport, like, in other places. But if you grab a local cab, like, around the city, not just the airport, you know, uh, the, it, more, it is more likely for them to, like jack up the prices more if they do see you you know as a foreigner so uh always be you know um aware of that you know try to i, I personally suggest ubering yeah <laughs> and i looked up yeah because then uber it's got kind of a closed loop system yeah you agree to this you agree to get have a ride come to you and you've already paid for it and, it's and they're tracked right? yeah and uh and stuff like because i just looked up like some things like fake taxis is a problem apparently yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I can imagine that like you're paying them like oh well it's gonna be this much you know and they have you pay first and then just drop you off around the corner and be like you know what never mind yeah or, or they something. you know they they the 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 meter they run it to where like it, it moves faster and like, oh yeah the base price is higher and like I said if if you're not you know too knowledgeable about the the currency or the prices you know it might not hurt your pocket too much since again you know if you're if you're dealing with a with a more valuable currency but it is something that I you know, would suggest you uh, be conscious about. So, you know, you, you don't hurt your budget at, you know, the long run. Do I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think like the taxi drivers, they like set up their own rates because I remember one time we needed to get a taxi to the airport. It's on them. It's not like Uber, like mm-hmm. a normal rate. It's, mm-hmm. 
I mean, they're probably competitive with each other, but... Because I remember, like, we were trying to get a taxi, so, like, the day before we were going to leave, uh, we went to this place where taxi drivers typically tend to hang out, and they all have, like, the same car and everything, like, you know, the same yeah. logos mm-hmm. and all that. And my dad talked to one of them. Oh, well, oh, he was oh, like, hey, uh, how much you can charge us to take us to the cell port? And he was like, this much. And my dad was like, it's crazy. Yeah. Then he went to go find another one. And, the, and he gave a price. I mean, I was okay with it. He was like, all right, you are take. Yeah, well, because over there, there's, you know, like over here, there's unions. Like yeah. there's uh, syndicates and people who, you know, work all that stuff. So, yeah, they are there. There's bases and like they, they know, like they know all the inside uh, uh, to like, Oh, you know that that's a different topic, but like, yeah, they they got their own going rates. But if they do see you as like a, a tourist or may, maybe a novice, you don't even have to be like, because that happens to people, you know, that are local. You know, they 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 might be not they don't ride uh, taxis to too city. much. Yeah, they they can easily because that's something that just can can happen if you're not you know if you're not completely um, aware of everything. Like they can just easily you know move the price. Or sometimes they don't even turn the thing on. Yeah, the personally, I don't the. Speaking very specifically about Monterrey, the taxis are, you know, not not the best quality. So, I, again, I, I would personally recommend as a traveler to that city or uh, cities like big cities in general, Uber would be the way to go. Cool. So Uber is real prevalent down there in all the big cities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, the apps, are, you know, they got coverage all, all over the big cities. Um, yeah. It's very, very safe. That's awesome. That okay. So um, what about uh, if you were driving your... Uh, what's some things you should do if you're driving your own car in Mexico? Like you cross the border in your own vehicle and all that. Besides, obviously, get insurance mm-hmm. at the border. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a, that's an interesting question. Um, some that I've seen is that driving in, of course, and everywhere's different, but like there is a, a difference between driving in, in the U.S. and in Mexico mm-hmm. in the sense of like um, we're a little bit more reckless over there, if you will. So mm-hmm. it's just more than anything, just, you know, be very aware of your surroundings cause, and, and don't get scared of like, again, I'm, my main example would be my city, you know, I've, but it also happens in Mexico City, for example, like uh, speeding, uh, just people not signaling, you know, being very reckless. It's just in like Dallas. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for people who live in Texas, they know what Dallas is. That's just Dallas. Yeah. No signals, very fast driving and weaving through traffic. <laughs> yep. Other than that, you know, um, I think I, signals. <laughs> I think um, just the just, just being aware of your surrounding also in, in the terms of because it's it's been more relaxed, you know, it's been going down now. It was more prevalent before, but like um, crime rates. So it also happens a lot with um, in, you know, while driving. Um, just just be aware of your surroundings and you'll also be aware of uh, the times that you're driving it's not dangerous to be like past dark, uh, for example, in in Monterey per se. But you always, you know, just gotta be you know, conscientious. I just, you know, congre- uh, I re- recommend that. So, what would you say is usually better or safer? Just taking the, I guess, the state or national roads, or taking the tollways? Over there, I'd go with the tolls. Yeah, they're the, the so the highways. Uh, have actually in the last uh, yeah they have improved recently because like yeah. the president is like trying to make the infrastructure and all that better right that's what my dad told me anyway because he was mm-hmm. he listens to the mexican news <laughs> at least once a week yeah that's, that's very accurate yeah the last couple of, of presidents have um developed the you know the, the travel or, you know, the the roads and the infrastructure very yeah, well especially this uh-huh. new one right uh i I don't want to get into politics, but I saw a lot of improvement with... Um, this is what, well, at least I think it's the yeah. same one that my dad was telling me about. I'm so, not sure. So Felipe Calderon was 
two terms ago, and then it was Enrique Peña Nieto. Right now it's um, Lopez Obrador. So I would say that the previous two, the one we have today, like I'm not saying the one currently hasn't, but like I personally saw a lot of growth in those periods of time. So yeah, uh, the the taking tolls is, I think the overall best because you know you're you're paying, but again, it's they're good roads, they're they're safe, they're they're guarded. So yeah, driving in, in Mexico is uh, in highways. Uh, again, just being taking your own precautions during the daylight. You know, outside of that, you know, it's it, going with the main ones would be the best way to go. What are you watching out for besides reckless driving during the daylight? Is there other things you're watching for? Um, well, in the city, just you know, here's the thing though. Um, everybody's a little bit different. I I like to be a little bit more more um, you know aware of my my surroundings. Maybe a little a little bit over, if you will. But like just to, um, for example, one of the things that I have seen here. Um, people, you know, you lock your car and everything, but like, you're more prone to like, you know, I don't know, like leaving a, like a bag or like a, like a box or something Viewable in your car. Yeah. In the car. Personally, I would suggest not doing that over there. Like keeping your values with you. A lot of places actually do that. That's actually, thank you for, for asking. I, I should remember that. Uh, for example, if you, you go out to eat, there'll be places where like, you know what, we're not, we're not responsible for, you know, damages to your car. I mean, I know that's, that probably happens here too, but it's very prone to happen over there, you know? So, like, don't leave, like, a laptop bag, you know, in plain view. Uh, don't leave, like, your backpack or, you know, a bag or some sorts because it is very common over there. It's called that cristalazo. They just break your window, you know, like, or open your car. Like, it, it happens, you know? So, personally, I would just, you know, just say that. Just keep your um, car as um, incognito as possible, if you will. So, it's it's com- it's common. In the city, yeah. Yeah, okay. in the city, yeah. Just being able... Or when you park, too. Like, for example, in Monterrey, there's a lot of places that's, you know, very common practice that uh, they have a lot. And, you know, you pay, a, you know, like a fee, uh, an was, hourly fee. Like I, 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 I was yeah, about to say that. Have a, I was about to say controlled. I was going to call them a parking garage, but yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like, pretty much uh, that. Mm-hmm. Especially in some, in some of the cities or towns, like, there's just not yeah. enough public not at all. parking. Yeah. Yeah, especially terrible. especially uh, if you have like a big old vehicle, it's mm-hmm. more of a pain in the ass to fucking park. Yeah, I've seen here, for example, at least in in the DFW area and city, in cities like that, um, people drive you know trucks and bigger cars. Like there are over other you know trucks and stuff, but like the parking spaces are more adept to the bigger cars over there. You know, you're more prone to find like smaller you know oh, parking so the, spots. The spaces are in general smaller there. I would say so. Oh, then, I mean, then what I've seen here, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it's like that. In Texas, the spaces are bigger than if you go to, like, Washington. Oh, yeah. Up Way up north. Those spaces are smaller. I had a professor tell us about it. Like, okay. those guys with the big old dualies, like, here could never fit in any spaces up there. Like, gotcha. like uh, whenever my family goes, whenever we go, we go to uh, the law, because we're, we're from the Los and all that, and whenever we go to the to the, to the the plaza, the central, mm-hmm. the central, uh, Typically, we always just find a parking garage that mm. has availability and park there because 90% of the time, we want a truck, and it's just a pain, it A, is. to find a parking spot for a truck over there, and B, just a pain to drive a truck over yeah. there because it's typically roads are one way. Oh, that happens a lot, yeah. Also, uh, you a very common thing over there is public transportation. And oh, yeah. buses over there are not the kindest drivers. Uh, well, honestly, yeah, it's they it's know always they're struggle. big. Yeah, <laughs> and they they push their way around. So yeah, for example, in in Monterrey yep. too, like there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of pu- you know, public transportation. There's also like a lot of like um, rigs that drive like in Main Avenue. So you always gotta watch out for you know um, 
for that you know you they'll and also like if you're in the um, for example in like the, the center of the don't, town don't forget the uh, the motorist the ones that are like the scooters and bikes and oh, all that yeah. see that's more a thing in uh the the center of the country that's a good point really yeah i recently visited uh, a family in yeah in el bajio like in the guanajuato state you know yeah. they've then i've visited different cities while you know i was over there And for example, I had a uh, family in, in Celaya. I don't know if you've uh, been or heard of. I don't think I've been though. But like, for example, they were telling me, yeah, over here, um, mo you gotta, you know, watch out for like motorcycles. Cause I mean, that, that happens again. It's, it's a common thing in, in like big cities. Right. But like over there in particular, like there's a lot of like hit and runs, if you will, or like, uh, that happens also in Ciudad Mexico. Uh, it's just, it's a, th it's a more of a common thing in, in the, the center of the, the country. So Again, back to the the topic. Um, if you're a tourist over there, just you know, keep your do door, uh, doors locked. <laughs> uh, I've noticed the motorcyclists from where I'm from, like they just simply tend to more bob and weave through traffic without oh, yeah. really paying attention. It's like I just gonna zoom, 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 like oh you parked, oh you stopped, zoom, come around you and all that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was, oh yeah, I was aiming it towards like the the secure aspect, but yeah, also like common driving in general. Yeah, motorcycles do not care. They they do weave around traffic. You know they. They'll um, make they'll just make everything a little bit uncomfortable. They they don't you know, and you can't really do anything. About it. You can't hit them right. So it's just so, <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't you can't hit them. Right. You just can't, man. <laughs> I know it's not good. You can't. Not legal. Okay, cool. What <laughs> a good segue, Brandon. <laughs> All right, so let's just do the outro fast. I just, if I may, just take yeah. a minute. Out. It was a very more of a conversational piece, you know, from my end. I know that it's a like I'm not the most experienced traveler. But as a citizen, I try to point out, you know, you know, a, a couple things that I could find helpful. But you know, um, hopefully, anything that was said here uh, helps you. And if you have any more questions, you can find me. I'm kidding. No, like <laughs> I, I hope that you know this information helps you. And definitely, you know, there's a lot more out there. You know, you can Google it. You know, you can uh, find information out there. And hopefully, this gives you like a lead way to you know finding uh, more information, so you're more prepared and you know you enjoy your travels. Yeah, I, I think, and the the piggyback right on the end of that is you can look up like international travel guides or something like oh, yeah. that, and probably make it country specific as well. Oh yeah, and, bloggers uh, and things and like literally that. make your streamline your process and give you a nice checklist. For sure, I think a checklist would be really yeah. important. Agreed. All right, all right. So, all right, you guys, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, that'll help us out a lot. You guys can do that at for long old podcast. And then if you want to shoot us an email or if you want information about sponsorship details, so on and so forth, then you can email us at ftlhpodcast at gmail.com. You know, FTLH, like for the long haul, ftlhpodcast at gmail.com. All right, you guys, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you, Juan, for being a part of this. Thank you for having and me. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.